0: Well,
1: welcome. Hope everyone is having a great week and again, being safe here during this pandemic. Again, this is a time to reflect and a time to uh, revamp what you're doing and where you're going once we uh, get the green light to move forward. Again, anybody that's needing support, please don't hesitate to reach out to Sustainable Success here at Voice American Influencers Channel. And then also at our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Uh, We'd be more than happy to answer any questions or help those, not only from a business perspective, but also personal. Again, Sustainable Success is all about life and business as one. Today we're going to have a great show, and our show is being brought to you today by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process and working with families to create interdependent family structures in terms of communication, leading by example, and modifying certain behaviors that are free from limited beliefs that will impact your children as they grow into adults to become better leaders in their homes, their communities, and their business. Check out EFA or Empowered Fathers in Action at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Again, we have a great show today. Our show is called It's Not Rocket Science, It's Personality Science. And we have a great guest today. And before I bring her on, I'm going to give you a little information about her. Her name is uh, Stephanie bont and she is a classically trained singer turned voice presentation and sales coach. She moved to New York City and performed in operas, musicals, and cabaret show before creating her business, The Empowered Voice. For over 20 years, she has helped singers, speakers, and business professionals leverage their voice for more influence, authentic connections, and increased sales. She is an award winning level four licensed and certified trainer with Codebreaker Technologies. She was named Bank Action Icon of 2017, that's an acronym, B-A-N-K, and second-place top trainer for Bank Code in 2019. She utilizes powerful systems and cutting-edge personality coding technology to train six-figure coaches, speakers, trainers, and sales teams how to close more sales in less time. Whether performing on stages or speaking in, in the boardroom, Stephanie's mission is to help people to be the voice of of their passions. Without further ado, welcome Stephanie to the show. Stephanie, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. And and you know, now with all this stuff going on, you know, with everything, everybody being at home, I mean, this is a a, a golden opportunity, something that we've been preaching here at Sustainable Success for, for people to really go within and really reflect where people's passions are. Is that being reflected in, you know, why they do what they do? And if not, what can they do to do that? And so you get involved, obviously, being an expert on the personality side, you know, working with sales, um, you know, professionals as well as speakers and other business professionals. I'd like to talk to you, you know, about if you could talk to the audience today a little bit about why, personality is so important and, and how we can reflect that better you know in in why we do what we do
2: Absolutely Chris I mean we are living in a very unusual time right now and so you're absolutely right this is about inner reflection this is about getting in touch with what you really want to do and how you want to show up in the world I've been working in communication in some way shape or form my whole life Um, She's starting as a singer and now as a communication, speaking, and sales coach. And I think that for people who are in business and who are relying on their ability to communicate who they are and what they do, that is really reflective of their personality most often. When they go to, when we used to be able to go in person to networking events, (laughs) we would show up at a networking event and you hear people describe themselves. And especially if they're someone you know and you've, you've seen them multiple times at multiple events, they tend to say the same thing over and over again. And some people resonate with the message and some people don't. And it's usually because they're speaking from their own perspective. They're speaking from their personality perspective. And even more detailed than that, what I'm trained in is a personality-based communication that is determines your buying behavior or what, what makes you say yes in a situation and what makes you say no in a situation. So now that we're in this COVID-19 crisis and we're not allowed to be in person, we, do, we have lost some of our ability to connect you know, with the in-person energy. You don't see people on Zoom, the way you see them physically in in person, you don't always catch all of the intonation of their voice in the same way, or even their body language is somewhat limited when you're on a Zoom call. So the words that you choose to use and how you describe your product or service are now more important than ever before. We can forgive people for the words they choose when they're in person and they're dynamic and they're engaging and and you're having you know um, all kinds of conversations about multiple things at an event with someone. But when you have limited time and you're just looking at a little face on a Zoom call and you're hearing them describe their product or service, you really have to focus in on the words they're choosing to use. So personality comes into play with what words we choose. So this is... An unusual time, but it's also an opportunity for us to get in touch with how are we choosing the words, how are we writing the scripts for our marketing? how are we showing up differently so that we can pivot now that we can't be in person
1: mm. I, it's so important what you just said I mean ab- absolutely I mean we they we people have to adapt now, like people that are used to being out in front of people, so you know the now, how do they adapt to their personalities? Now, like you said, in terms of words, either through Zoom or through written content, through you know, videos, other things like even podcasts, like you're you know, and in, in radio shows, like you're on now. So, talk about that, like, and talk about how that plays into the importance of like somebody's values and principles, like as that, that aligns with their personality. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about that. So,
2: our are- The science and the method that I teach is based on personality science, and it's a value-based system. So our four personalities stand for the acronym or represent acronym of bank. So bank is an acronym. So B is blueprint, A is action, N is nurture, and K is knowledge. And every single one of these personality types has a set of core values, and we've even identified the top 12 core values for each of these personality types. So value-based decision-making, um, you know, influences why you would buy one car over another or why you would hire one coach versus another or why you would attend one movie over another because we have a set of core beliefs and we use them to guide our our decision-making process. So it often shows up in our communication when we are describing what we are selling the world, what we are representing in our products and services. So it's important to understand what values you want to represent. And it's also important to understand that someone may not be like you. They may have a different set of values. And it doesn't mean that necessarily that they're not a good fit for your product or service. It just means you need to shift your language to meet them where they are. One of the most authentic things that we can do when we are in business is meet the prospect where they are. To be able to help them receive the information that they need, based on what they are processing, you know how they like to be spoken to, what values they have in their life, so that we can show them how our product or service helps bridge the gap. And to be authentic is to really tune into what they care about instead of what we care about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, just what you just said about what they care about, you know, and. I, we always say here at Sustainable Success, again, you know, you know bi- sustainable business is built upon relationships. It's built upon trust, those values and principles like honesty, integrity, and so forth. And I'd like you to span if you can expand, Stephanie, that you talked about what's important to them. So it's what's compelling to them, not what, what's important, what makes us unique and what we provide in terms of the product or if it's somebody's specific brand. It's really about what's compelling to them. Talk about the importance of that and why you know everything you're talking about with bank is so important there.
2: So let me give you an example because in my personal business, When I started speaking the language of my customer, when I started to tune in to what they cared about more than what I cared about, like I know why I'm awesome, right? (laughs) I know why I'm a great voice coach or a great speaking coach, but how do I communicate that to others? So when I started realizing that I needed to shift my script depending on the person who was in front of me, and I started to see that if I just spoke to their values differently, they started to have an immediate connection to me at a much deeper level. So let me give you a specific example. As a speaking coach, I help business owners get a higher return on investment when they go networking. So a lot of people network, especially if you're a small business owner, or if you're a service provider, you get your clients usually through referrals and networking. So when people go to networking groups, they want to get a return on investment, but the way they describe that return is different. So a blueprint will say... You know, I have a very structured um, two or three groups that I visit every single month. And I need, I have a a return that I want to connect with at least one person at that group who's going to give me at least one referral within 60 days. And they'll really lay out exactly the plan for how they want to get a return. And if they're not needing that return, they would come to me and they would say, I'm I'm not getting a return on investment. Can you, do you have a plan that you know works? Do you have a checklist of things that I should be making sure I have in place so that I can go out there and make a difference? And the blueprints would also say things to me like, I don't feel very dynamic as a speaker because a blueprint personality is going to have a cooler personality. They're going to have a little more even keeled way of describing their product or service. And so they often would say, I want to have a more dynamic presence. And they would often really describe perhaps what a nurturing or an action personality type might look like when they're standing up in front of the room. Versus if I'm, if I'm talking to a blueprint client, and then let's say I have an action client, and the action client is saying to me, I have no problem standing up in front of people and being dynamic. I can tell a fun story. People love me. They're attracted to me. I go to networking all the time. But my struggle is I can't turn that into money all the time. I don't have the organizational system on the back end. You know, I'm not turning all of those business cards I'm collecting into actual money in my pocket. And Action Type, one of their main drivers, especially if they're an entrepreneur, is making money because that's a a bar for success for them. It's like, how much money can they make? And they want to sky's the limit for them, right? So when you have these two different personality types coming to you and saying, Hey, are you the person I need to work with? I had a completely different approach talking to that blueprint client versus the action client, because I can help mm-hmm. both of them, but I have different ways I'm going to help those two different people. Does that make sense?
1: No, it makes sense. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and, and you kind of alluded to this and correct me if, you know, again, if we like, if you can expand on it, you know, there, people. Each person has different strengths and weaknesses in terms of even how we communicate, right? You know, like so yeah. I'll use myself as an example. Like I communicate well, I, I, I train people in communications, corporations, but I do it effectively when I'm in person because I'm a speaker, I'm a trainer. If I were trying to do this like through written form, like writing, uh, you know, an article or, you know, not to say I could write something small, but I'm not effective there. I, I don't, I, it doesn't come across effectively with my personality if I'm kind of behind the scenes writing or you doing something else that really doesn't play to my strengths. Talk about the importance again. We talked about values, principles as it applies to bank, but talk about, you know, again, leveraging things that you're good at, you know, to really be effective and connecting and then, you know, and then communicating in a way that yeah, people can see what's compelling to them and what, how you could help them solve their problem and, or help them with yeah, you solve the problem.
2: Yeah, you make a really great point here because now that we are all um, virtually working from home, we are sending a lot more text messages. We're sending a lot more emails. We're sending a lot more Facebook, uh, LinkedIn messages. And sometimes those messages fall flat. And so one of the things that the trend that I've been seeing um, recently is that if you lead with a nurturing profile, if you lead with nurturing language, you're going to have a lot more success right now. People are on edge. They are stressed out. Um, so having that nurturing lead, and the nurturer cares about community. They care about personal development. They, they care about teamwork and charity and ethics and morality. So if you can have that be a part of your communication, telling your story, why you're passionate about what you do, how you're helping people right now in this crisis, what you're willing to give people right now out of the kindness of your heart with no expectation of return, that is something, a trend that you're seeing is being more effective right now in overall communication. But then even before this crisis hit, and of course, we're going to go into a new world, a new normal It's really about creating balance in your communication. Because if there are four, and science has actually proven there are four different personality types in the population. Our method is based on Hippocrates' theory of the four temperaments. He treated his, he's considered the father of medicine. He treated his patients differently depending on what temperament they fell into. So, ours are just have different, more marketable names. So, if you know that there are four different main personality types in the population, and you're only leading with one you're really only going to attract one out of four people. If you can create messaging that has a little bit of all four personalities inside of it, now you're going to become dynamic. And that's really, the, you know, even the definition of charisma for us is that you're speaking to all personality types everywhere you go. That's what makes you charismatic. We actually have tools and training to help you double-check that. We actually have an artificial intelligence program that allows you to scan your copy before you send the message and it'll give you which personality types are going to be attracted to that copy. So that's been great for me during this time because I'm running it through constantly just to make sure that when I do my outreach, I'm not accidentally saying the wrong thing to the wrong person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so so important. I mean, this is really critical stuff and and like you said with the with the new normal, we're not sure what's going to take place you know as we ease back into you know everyday life again you know in, in, and it's going to it's going to be a transition and this is where obviously we have to be more specific and clear with our communication than ever before because we may not be able to do it face to face in every situation you know we're going to we're going to have to obviously be using the technology we have uh, you know that in various forms, and and obviously you're you're communicating with different types of people, and perhaps we can get into that a little bit more uh, when we come back from the break. Because again, you know, it's not like if you talk to one person, it's going to be the same for the other. You know, every everyone's different. But we have like less than a couple of minutes, Stephanie, to the break. I just wanted to you see before we you get into the next area of the topic to discuss, just in summary, some of the things that we just talked about, like what people can take away right now from what you've talked about in the first segment, that they could start putting into use uh, with, with what they do?
2: I would say the first thing is to know thyself, right? To understand how is it that you're presenting who you are and what you do, and is it just from your own perspective, or are you able to be flexible? Are you able to recognize when someone has a different set of values from you, has a different set of pain points than you, know, you might have, and then are you able to come up with the words to be able to shift that description so that there's still value that you're sharing with them, but it's coming across in a way that you can see their eyes light up, that you can see them say, oh, start nodding their head and saying, oh, that's right, that, that is what, you know, my, I'm struggling with right now, or I can see how that would help me. So self-awareness is always the first step. And just knowing even that these four personality types exist is a great first step you know, to have that awareness that, hey, I might I always be saying the thing that needs to be said. I need to, ha- to raise my antenna up just a little bit higher and listen just a little bit more.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, listening. Absolutely. Now, some great nuggets here that, uh, Stephanie, you're leaving here. And again, for those that have just joined us, uh, you know, in progress in here in the first segment, again, you can be, uh, you can listen to this show in its entirety uh, later today here on demand at the Voice America Influencers Channel. And then also again at our Facebook page, again, Sustainable Success. 2017. Again, we will have this show uh, in its entirety later today. And we highly encourage you, again, if you just joined us late, we got more to come here. We got to go to break, but we got more from Stephanie here. Again, it's not rocket science. It's personality science. We'll be right back after the break.
0: What is balance? Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to sustainable success. Well,
1: welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we're here with Stephanie Bontlebert. Uh, we're talking about it's not rocket science; it's personality science. And again, if you are joining us here, you can listen to the show again on demand uh, later today. It'll be here at the Voice American Influencers channel, and as well as on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. So, you know, getting back to where we left off, Stephanie. You know, i be, you know, I think the audience could definitely benefit from the different personality types. So if you can, I'd like to see if you could discuss from, you know, your expertise, you know, what are the personality types and, you know, just some more insight that people can get a better idea of not only for themselves, but also the people they, they interact with.
2: Absolutely. And I'm happy to provide that for everyone. And before I get into the actual personality types, I just want to let everyone know that this method has been taught at Harvard. It's been researched by San Francisco State University. It has a white paper that was released in 2016. So this is not, you know, somebody didn't just wake up one morning and say, I have this cool idea. Let's just market it and go with it. Um, but it actually has, you know, uh, been scientifically validated to predict buying behavior. And, in fact, it's the only methodology in the world that's been scientifically validated to predict behavior in less than 90 seconds. So one of the things we love about this method is you don't have to take a long personality test. A lot of us have taken those, right? (laughs) You've taken the Myers-Briggs and the DISC and all of the ones that are out there. And we love all of them. They all have their uses for different reasons. The biggest difference between our assessment and the others, and we we like to say uh, DISC, for example. A lot of people use DISC, so D-I-S-C, if you line that up with B-A-N-K, we say they're exactly the same, only completely different and it's okay. a difference that's a game changer because the other assessments are based in psychology or the psychology of learning all about who you are as a person ours is based in biology spelled b-u-y the science of buying behavior we actually don't care for example if you're an introvert or an extrovert because that's is not what makes you say yes or no in a sales conversation. We've created a reverse engineered assessment that's not about you, but it's about the person in front of you that you can quickly and easily assess them so that you know exactly what to say to get a yes and what not to say to avoid the no. So let's talk about the acronym. So bank, So I'm going to give you some analogies here. Blueprints, think inside the box. Okay, blueprints are inside the box thinkers. Think of the color blue because... You know, it just makes sense. We tried to make this easy to understand. The color blue also speaks to the coolness of the personality. Again, they have sort of an even-keeled personality. They're not going to have major spikes of excitement or adrenaline. They value things like stability, structure, systems, planning, processes. They are budget conscious. In fact, the research says the number one buying trigger for a blueprint is that you stay within their budget. They often know where every single penny of their money goes and they do not want to spend anything, any money on something that they haven't planned for unless the risk is greater to not find the money. So you always have to ask them what their budget is when you're in a sales conversation with them because that's the number one most important factor. Action types. I want you to think of the color red. So action is red hot. Red carpet VIP treatment, and in the box analogy, they're outside the box thinkers. In fact, don't even put them inside a box; it drives them crazy. In the entrepreneurial world, action types love entrepreneurship because. The sky's the limit. They can make as much money as possible. They hate the J-O-B, the job, right? Because they are limited. People have to tell them what to do. They don't want to be told what to do. They are free thinkers. Their values are freedom, fun, flexibility, opportunity, excitement, competition, image. All right you know you know when they enter a room okay they have the high fibers in the room they are the ones that wear the flashy clothes and drive up in the cool sports car and you know they are action takers they are the ones that are most usually the most successful people in business they win the awards they get the trips you know you know you just know who they are immediately nurturing types i want you to think of the color yellow so think of sunflowers are yellow or a heart of gold And in the box analogy, blueprints are inside the box, actions are outside the box, nurturers recycle the box. Or they put toys in the box, gift wrap it, give it to Toys for Tots. They really value community and connection to people, authenticity, ethics, harmony, morality, They are the ones that will hug you. And they are the ones that are dying inside right now, Chris, because they can't hug anybody. (laughs) They can't Mm. go out of their house and go. Virtual hugs, right? (laughs) Yes, it's virtual hugs. These are now the virtual huggers. And it's really tough on them right now because they really physically want to connect with people. They are also the ones that when you have a prospect meeting with them, you want to book extra time because they really want to tell you all about them. And they want to get to know you. They really are honestly interested in who you are. They're going to ask you questions about where you grew up and your kids and your pets. And they're going to tell you a lot of personal information that other codes might feel uncomfortable sharing. So you just have to understand that nurturers have to feel that you're a member of their community and their tribe before they want to do business with you. And it's so super important to develop that relationship with them. And then we have the knowledge types. I want you to think of the color of green. So in green, it's like the Excel logo is green. Think of cutting-edge green technology. And in the box analogy, blueprints are inside, actions are outside, nurturers recycle. And knowledge types invented the idea, the concept of a box. It wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for the knowledge type. Then they hand the idea to the blueprint. The blueprint decides what materials to make the box out of so that it will withstand the bad weather. The nurturers come in and they decorate the inside of the box and make it cozy with a couch and a cup of tea so that people can sit down and get to know each other. And the action types say, hey, is there a cool party happening inside that box? If not, I got other things to do. Okay, so that's the the box analogy in a nutshell. The value for the knowledge type is information. They are information-driven. They are lifelong learners. They value self-mastery, technology, research, and development. They're the ones who want to read the white paper that I mentioned from San Francisco State University. Oh, and by the way, not the summary. They want the full white paper so they can really see the details of that study. They believe in expertise. They want to do business with experts. So if you maybe are new to your industry and you feel like you're not quite the expert yet, you might want to bring the expert along with you to that meeting because the fastest way to close a knowledge type is to have another knowledge type have the conversation with them. In fact, honestly, you don't ever close a knowledge type because they close themselves. They often have the longest sales cycles because they ask the most questions. So if you have someone who's asking you a lot of questions and they call back two days later and they ask you more questions, they call back two days later you're probably dealing with a knowledge type. The best way to help a knowledge type move forward is to answer the questions that they ask specifically. It's not about throwing a ton of information at them because you actually might offend them because they probably know most of the information anyway. They've already researched you. They've already researched your industry. (laughs) So they already know a lot about what you do. You just need to answer their questions. That helps them stay engaged with you. So that is it in a nutshell. And what also I want to point out is that we're not just one. Okay, so maybe some of your listeners right now are saying, oh, my gosh, I'm totally a blueprint or I'm totally in action. You actually are all four. The question is, what order do they come in? Because you have what we call a bank code. A bank code is the order of these four personality types. And I think of it like the PIN code to your ATM card that you put in the machine. You have to put the PIN code in correctly in the right order or the money doesn't come out. So everyone's walking around with a bank code. And my personal bank code is I'm action first, I'm nurture second, I'm knowledge third, and I'm blueprint fourth. And the first two of my code are my triggers to a yes. So, Chris, if you are trying to sell me something, if you spoke action, nurture, action, nurture, action, nurture to me, I'm in. If you led with blueprint knowledge, if you have just met me the first time and you're telling me why you're so fantastic from a blueprint knowledge point of view, you will trigger me into a no really quickly. So, it's not just what to say to me, but what not to say to me that's important. Mm. That's why the bank code assessment is so key to being able to have conversations and we made it so quick and easy so that you don't have to spend a lot of time figuring it out.
1: No, I think it's so important. I mean, I mean, especially for I mean, obviously for salespeople. But I mean, I, I would think in just general for anything. Right. You know, I, you know, I begin to like question, like, why do they not teach this stuff in schools? You know, like when this <laughs> is when, like, exactly. when kids are growing up. You know, and there's like sponges and, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. They can be distracted. I get that. But nonetheless, this is a great time to, you know, do this because when you get this, when you can get this early on and this becomes now a pattern, you know, it's just you can be, just be more effective. Just think about like how well you can communicate better, you know, to people in general and not just, you know, it's not like a cookie cutter. Like you, it, it's by the person you're talking to or, you know, in that situation, so to speak. So, you know, talk about, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just
2: going to say, this also relates to personal relationships, right, Chris? So you're teaching kids this. I have a son who's eight years old and he has the same bank code as me, but I'm married to my husband whose bank code is the exact opposite of mine. He's a blueprint, knowledge, nurture, action, and I'm an action, knowledge, nurture, blueprint. I'm sorry, I'm an action, nurture, knowledge, blueprint. We're complete opposites. So I have to say, before I learned this method, we struggled sometimes. We really struggled. Some of our fights were not kind. And now it's much better. Now I, can, I know exactly how I need to speak to him to help ease tension, you know, and to help coach him on how to speak to my son because I know my son's is just like a little me. He's a little mini-me. <laughs> so I can help my <laughs> husband now say, hey, listen, if you want Brayden to do his homework, we got to do it like this. we got to make it fun, like a game, because he's an action type right? So
1: there's so many applications for this. No, absolutely. I mean, and and where I'm going with this, where like you had just talked about, it's, it's really in a way, you know, if people embrace this, it for, it kind of forces them into a way now that we're not listening to respond to people or just talk to people that we're relating and understanding them. Just like you clearly talked about with your husband. Now you could you felt like before, like really that, you know, it's not that we were like we only got into an argument because we just didn't understand one another. And Now that when we can talk in a way that we can relate and understand each other, then obviously the communication is more specific, more clear, and then we have the ability to you know do you know do something with it from there. Like you know, so it's it seems like it's yeah. just more pro- uh, more it's more productive in the long run than the other way around.
2: Yeah, and you can avoid being triggered. So I used to get triggered by silly things like, because he's a blueprint, he's very organized. And he has a certain way he wants the dishwasher to be loaded. So I would just throw the dishes in there because they just need to get washed. I'm an action type. And he would go reorder all the dishes in the dishwasher and complain that I hadn't loaded it correctly. Now, and it would really upset me. I'd just be like, who cares? Just get the dishes done. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And now I can say, okay, it's his blueprint. Isn't that sweet of him? He's in his blueprint. Okay, honey, go ahead, rearrange the dishes, and not take it personally. <laughs> you know? And it's the no, thing and you just really like and right? think about it.
1: Just bringing this back back to to business again, right? Because again, this is both. You know, everything you're talking about it can apply to personal business. It doesn't matter. It. it but it, coming back to business again, this is what. You like you said can cultivate and establish that or establish and then cultivate a relationship based upon trust with those values and principles and how you can understand them. That that's what's not only going to you know allow them to now make make a decision to work with you because they made that decision and they're going to have a better experience. But then when they have a better experience, what do they do? They they refer people and now
2: you know exactly.
1: Yeah. No, so so true. Absolutely. So, so true. Oh, this is great information. And, you know, in terms of like when, you know, these personality types, I mean, in terms of understanding you, again, you said you made it very, you know, that bank makes it so easy to understand. Like, what would be like something like people could grasp this in a, you know, certain period of time that they can, you know, revamp on how they approach people and how they're dealing with people, whether if they're meeting for the first time or, you know, with existing customers?
2: You know, so these personality types also, they don't just speak in certain ways, but they also show up in certain ways. So one of the first things I always uh, invite people to do is to start to pay attention to how people are showing up. And it could be um, even simple things like, you know, the action type is is coming in kind of loud and and saying, hey, I'm here, everybody, the party can start, uh, versus the blueprint who comes 15 to 30 minutes early. Because they want to make sure, you know, especially when we are meeting live with each other, make sure they knew how to get there, where to park their car, you know, where to sit in the room. You know, they're always early, okay, because they're mitigating risk. They're constantly mitigating risk. So you can start to see clues in people's behavior around their values. You know, you can see that the nurturer, you know, so the first time meeting you ever decides to give you a hug, that's probably a nurturer, right? Yeah. <laughs> or the knowledge type, honestly, is the least comfortable with networking, right? So the knowledge type, you know, might be the wallflower in the room, and they might be the one who doesn't like to shake hands but just simply hands you a business card. Um, and in fact, the knowledge type is the happiest right now <laughs> because they don't have to go to in-person networking and all they really want is to gather information and to, you know, disseminate information. So they're happy to be on Zoom calls right now and not have to shake hands um, and just, you know, send their information electronically. Um, so it's, 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 fascinating. The more you learn this, the more you practice it, you can start to see behavior related to codes And then that can inform you on how you want to react or how you want to present, you know, who you are and what you do and and match their energy and match their values in that moment.
1: Mm. So, so important. Wow. This is great. I'm glad you went over any other comment. We just have about about less than a minute and a half to the break. So uh, before we get into the next topic, uh, anything else you want to add or just summarize to what we talked about the, the four personality types?
2: Well, I just want to add that the most important thing in this process is to have someone crack their own code. So how we actually crack their code in less than 90 seconds is we ask them their code. And we have four little plastic cards that we hand over when we're in person, or we have an electronic version of those cards when we're not in person. And that's what makes it so simple and easy, is you just invite them to give you a little bit of information so that you can have that connection. So I'm happy to gift everybody um, a free opportunity to crack their own code. Um, and I can share that later on the show if you'd like.,
1: uh, that'd be great. Looking forward to that again. Yes, absolutely. we'll we'll bring that up in the uh, right after the break here. Again,, uh, we're talking about it's not rocket science. it's personality science. Again, words of wisdom that Stephanie is sharing here today. Again, things that you could apply. Uh, Starting today, again, we encourage you to reach out to her. You'll be finding out more information on how to reach out to her uh, later in the show. And again, uh, we're going to have to go to break. But again, for those, uh, our listeners here, again, any of you that are experiencing any, have any questions or any challenges currently right now in your business. Again, we encourage you to reach out to Sustainable Success here at the Voice America Influencers Channel, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success. 2017. we got more to come again when it comes down to personality this what it what it, what really matters when it comes down to doing business especially in sales and we got more to come here from Stephanie we'll be right back after the break.
0: Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Well, welcome back. Uh, Again, we're talking about it's not rocket science, it's personality science. Again, our show is being brought to you today by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization uh, working with families to create interdependent family structures free from limited beliefs so that you can help your children grow into better leaders in their homes, communities, And businesses in an interdependent versus a codependent way. Again, check them out at Empowered Fathers in Action at EFAMovement.org. That's EFAMovement.org. So, Stephanie, just getting back, you know, we had talked about, you know, the whole, you know, kind of the, you know, about different personality types, the four personality types in the last segment. And, you know, I spent 20 something years in sales and I, and you're going to talk about a story here that's just going to just be mind blowing. You know, I think every sales professional would love to have a month where they had, you know, a, a 30 days of not ha- receiving a no. I mean, so let's talk about that experience, you know, using the, a lot of the principles that we talked about today is I think that will greatly help a lot of the uh, people here, especially the sales professionals.
2: Absolutely, and this is such a fun story for me to share because it's my story, and I actually went 30 days without a no, so this is the story the first time that it happened, and the, the overall process, I'm going to blueprint this out for everybody, is really simple. Step one is I cracked people's codes that month, every single one. Step two was I spoke their bank code language because we really consider bank a language, so it's about speaking the four languages. I spoke their language, and then number three, I took it to the bank, (laughs) okay? So that's the the overall process, but let me give you a little more of the story behind it. So before I became a licensed and certified bank trainer, I was a voice coach for many, many years, and I still do. I still sing. I still perform. I still teach voice lessons, and I had coaching packages I was selling, and I had, had learned this method. I'd gone through the classes myself as a client, and I had learned the method, and I was practicing for many months, I was practicing the language, because I, w- I want to remember, because this is a language, it's like, say you're learning French or German or Italian or Chinese or whatever language, second language, you have to practice, right? You have to learn vocabulary and sentence structure, and you, first you learn how to read it, then you learn how to hear it when people speak it, and the last thing that you're able to do is start to speak it back and converse back and forth. So it took, you know, a few months of practice before I got to this, you know, legendary month in my business. But when I realized I was tracking as I was going along, I was tracking every time I would crack a code and I would have a prospect conversation, I would do an assessment. I'd say, okay, based on their code, what went well in this prospect conversation? What didn't go as well? And I started to notice trends. I started to notice that when the blueprints were having conversations with me, their pain that they were experiencing and the vision they wanted to create, was completely different from the action personality type who came to me, which was completely different from the nurture type who came to me. So I started to actually write down the words they were using with me. And I started to create essentially four different scripts, one for each primary personality type. And I would lay those four scripts out on my desk, and I would have all of my prospect conversations, for the most part, happen by phone. I meet people in person, but then they sign up for a consult with me, and that is usually by phone. So I'm on the phone with these people, and these four scripts are laid out in front of me. And when I get to the part, you know, I have a whole sales process that I learned from my business mentor and coach, Heather Dominic, And that's, it's an amazing process that helps people, you know, really understand whether we're a good fit. But when I got to the part where I would share, you know, hey, would you like to learn a little bit more about how I can help you? have whatever vision you just shared with me that you want to create. And they would say yes. Then I would use my scripts and I would place them in the order of their bank code. So I would rearrange the four scripts on my desk based on their bank code and I would find the key points that I knew based on the conversation we had been having for maybe the last 20, 25 minutes. And I would tie together exactly their pain point and their vision based in their bank code. And I had at least seven of these conversations, it was the month of December at the end of the year. It was right when the holidays are hitting and everybody starts shutting down their business and slowing down for the holidays and going, you know, to visit family. And I was having the best month of my business ever. Everyone was saying yes. And I was so methodical about it. I really got my inner blueprint out and I was really analyzing what was happening. And I was, and, I, and the more people said yes, the more excited I got until I got to like the seventh or eighth phone call that month. I was like, I was, I was going in with so much confidence, Chris. Honestly, I think the confidence piece is the other piece that really helped make this happen. Oh, because yeah. when you, yeah, when you already can anticipate what someone's probably going to say based on their bank code before you've even had your first conversation with them, it gives you such you know, knowledge and confidence that you're going to have a good conversation, right? Even if they decide to say no. And here's the thing. I'm not about telling everybody that everybody should say yes. Sometimes people are not a good fit. and Not all money is good money. But when these seven or eight people, they were good fits for me, and they all said yes, and I brought in an extra $10,000 in two weeks. I was selling a, a coaching program that was a few hundred dollar investment, okay, which is pretty typical for most, you know, entrepreneurial coaching programs. And every single person said yes. And I thought, oh, my heavens, it worked. (laughs) (laughs) And then two months later, two months later, I had an event. And my event brought in $50,000 in revenue. And I thought, whoa, in one day. You know, and when you're a, a small entrepreneur and you make 50 grand in a day, that's a good day, right? Yeah, let's let's, day do, it anybody, a, let's do an event every day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Like, how many these can we put on this schedule, right? But it was eye opening because it really showed the practical application of this. It's like how you can really take your niche and you really listen to the words that people use, right? And I was writing those words down and I was arranging them by the code of the person and that's what made the difference. So, yeah, that's that's my story.
1: <laughs> wow. No, that's fantastic. And and you made a great point about when you you know, you use the principles obviously and you obviously followed them but but you made it about the confidence and confidence is so important. Not only in sales, but I mean, it could be in anything. It could be in any type of relationship. And talk about like that a little bit, if we could s- expand upon that from your perspective and your experience here, like, and, and obviously you, you're a voice coach and you've seen this before with people that are doing, you know, vocal performances, why that, why that confidence is so important. And then how, you know, you use this system, to, you know, probably had a, p- a part in helping with that confidence. I, I mean, unless you tell me otherwise, yeah. but talk about why, you know, again, Absolutely. You know yeah.
2: Absolutely, you're, 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 I'm so glad you're bringing the voice piece in because that is my, one of my areas of mastery, quite honestly, Chris, is the use of voice can absolutely make a huge impact on the listener because it's literally like reaching out and touching people. When they hear the sound of your voice, the molecules of that sound are touching you right now and everyone who's listening to this podcast right now. So how you use your voice matters. And when you're on the phone and they can't see you, I also knew how to adjust the sound of my voice based on their personality type. So not only was it the words I was using, but I also matched the energy of the personality types in the phone. So when you're talking to a nurturer, for example, you want to slow down. You want to have more calm, warm tones with them. You want to you know, show empathy through the sound of your voice. When you're in action, you can be more fiery. You can be more like pow, pow, and I'm so excited, and, and the energy of the voice goes up. And when you're with blueprint and knowledge, it's very logical. You want to change the sound of your voice just to be logical, to be structured, to go from point A to point B, because they don't like hype. They don't like to feel like they're being sold to. So if you're like, I'm totally going to help you right now. I can, you're just going to be so awesome. You should totally come work with me. That is not going to work with a blueprint or a knowledge. So, I was looking at these scripts and reflecting the energy behind what I know about these personality types and how they show up that really helped take it over over the top.
1: Hmm. That's great. That is fabulous. And again, anybody that's listening, again, you know, if you like to you know get some more information, I highly highly encourage you to reach out to Stephanie. She's going to be providing her information here later. And again, from that story that you shared, Stephanie, I mean, is this something that that you encourage people to, you know, as they they find their story, right? Everyone's going to have their story at some point. And why do you feel like, you know, it's so important that we should share that our stories here? It's not that we're boasting or bragging. We're doing this in a way to yeah. in a way that it, that's makes it compelling to someone else to find their story. Because that, you know, they could celebrate their success and then we pass it on. So talk about, again, from your perspective, the importance. We have about a couple of minutes I'd like to discuss, discuss that and then we can find out sure. more about where people can find you.
2: Well, stories make you unique from everyone else because only you have your stories. And so sharing your stories are, is the most authentic form of communication that exists. Because they are real to you and they are your experience and they bring a visibility and a vulnerability out that really works with people right now, especially during this time, this COVID time, the traditional ways of marketing just are not working. We really need to be more authentic and we need to be more vulnerable because when we're able to share how we're really feeling and maybe even the challenges that we're going through and our stories behind that, our successes and our challenges, right? Both of those stories, types of stories, help connect, people to you, and they start to imagine themselves in similar situations to you. Maybe they've had a similar story to you, and that's a way for them to easily connect. So if you can be a good storyteller and you can really be authentic in how you're delivering your stories, you are going to be a much more powerful overall communicator, marketer, business owner in the end, you know? So I would really just say, in a nutshell, allow yourself to be vulnerable, Allow yourself to share those stories because people need them. They're they're hungry for them. And then allow that to lead how you market and how you show up.
1: Uh, no, I absolutely agree. I know as a keynote speaker, I use stories all the time, and that's what really engages and really what connects with people. You know, they can identify with it, and, and it keeps them engaged in the rest of the conversation or, you know, if you're speaking, what you're talking about, and, again, I've seen this with many, many different, you know, speakers and salespeople. Again, it's so, so important. And, uh, you know, so, stevie this is great, great information. I want to let, the, you know, the listeners know that are listening right now and that will be listening later, you know, where can people find you and what you're up to? Yeah,
2: so I want to give everyone a gift. And I would love for you to all to be able to crack your code and receive a personality report that tells you all about your bank code, what makes you tick, why why you make decisions the way you do. Even communication tips are inside this report, okay? So you can go get your free report at crackmycodeonline.com. Crackmycodeonline, all one word, .com. And then if you want to reach out to me and get to know who I am a little bit better, my website is empoweryourvoice.com. Dot com So E-M-P-O-W-E-R, your voice spelled out, dot com.
1: Great. Oh, great information. Again, we highly encourage you to check out and reach out to Stephanie. If you have any questions, if they do come into the show, we'll make sure that Stephanie receives them. But again, encourage you to reach out to her at her website. And again, take advantage of that free gift that she is offering. She has uh, provided a wealth of information. And again, you can listen to the show uh, on demand later today. Again, those that have joined midway through uh, again, that show will be available in its entirety going forward later today. Stephanie, we'd like to thank you again for, you know, uh, joining us here. Greatly appreciated everything that you've done, uh, you know, to provide this wealth of information from your, your experience. And, um, Thank you so much, and it was such a pleasure to have you on.
2: Thank you, Chris. It was a joy to be on the, on the show with you.
1: Uh, thank you so much. And guests, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. Again, especially now during these, these challenging, this challenging time with COVID-19. Again, we, we are extending you know communication again to be safe. Again, using this time wisely to not further delve into the problem, but, you know, to really get into the solution. You know, a lot of the information that you've heard today from Stephanie can definitely help you in why you do what you do to really get in touch with your values and principles so that you can communicate effectively in your everyday life, not only with your family, but even your customers and doing it in a way that maybe perhaps you haven't done before, in this case, virtually. So with that being said, uh, this, uh, we're going to be back next Thursday again here at 12 o'clock. We'll have another great guest. And again, any questions that you do have, feel free to reach out to us. And again, we want to thank everybody for joining us today, and we'll see you next Thursday.
0: Have a great day.